Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we're continuing our study in the book of Philippians. And I'm excited to jump into Philippians chapter 4 today because we're going to be looking at really the cure for anxiety, which is uh, something that is incredibly important to look at, especially in our day and age, because anxiety is something that is incredibly, incredibly high. And it is something that I believe every Christian can learn from. And God doesn't want us to be anxious. He doesn't want us to have anxiety. And he gives us the recipe as to how to not have anxiety. So let's go ahead and let's take a look at Philippians chapter 4 today, be focusing in on verses 6 and 7 of chapter 4. It says this, Therefore, my beloved and long for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord beloved. I implore Iodia and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind of the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and with the rest of my fellow workers whose names are written in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the God of peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and have received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you have shared in my distress." Now you Philippians also know that in the beginning of the gospel I departed from Macedonia. No church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and, uh, and abound. I am full, having received Epaphroditus, the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to God, our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every spirit, excuse me, every saint in Christ Jesus uh, the brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. This morning here, we're looking at verses 6 and 7, and like I said, the cure for anxiety, and it says, be anxious for nothing. There we go. Okay, let's go home. We, we've got the cure. God just says, don't. No, 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 no. Just kidding. He, he goes a little bit further than that. He says, but in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And, and here is the cure that he gives for anxiety. It, it is prayer. It is prayer. Now, this is important to go and to understand that the strength of your prayer life will 
impact your anxiety level. If you're somebody who's anxious, and there's a lot of people who are anxious, they're they're, they're worriers, they're worry warts, they're uh, people who 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 just really struggle with anxiety, and it's it's something that. Uh, that that is natural in the flesh of man to be uh, anxious and to worry specifically about things that uh, that you can't control. It seems like those are the things that that really get to people. But since 2020, anxiety has been absolutely off the charts uh, in the United States and probably across the world as well. And a lot of this has to do with um, a huge fear. Uh, regime and fear propaganda that comes out uh, from the media and then also through isolation uh, that definitely boosts anxiety as well. God said it's not good for man to be alone when he created him. And uh, God's design for mankind was not to live alone, but to live in community with one another. And we we see this concept of anxiety taking over. And perhaps you're somebody who struggles with anxiety. Uh, but here we have the command that we're not to be anxious, be anxious for nothing. And it goes and says, but everything by prayer and supplication. Now, this is important to go and understand, and that is that if there's anything you are tempted to be anxious about, you ought to pray about that thing. You ought to pray about that thing. Now, there, there's two things here to understand is that uh, one is you can go and pray in such a way that you're actually increasing your anxiety, and that's because you're you're you might be dressing it in prayer language, you know, our heavenly Father, and uh, and then you know in Jesus' name at the end, you might be saying those things, but in between those two statements, are you actually going and praying, or are you simply voicing your anxiety and then making yourself more anxious? You see, this goes in it saying, now the positive here, the second thing, is that it's going and saying here that you're to pray in a specific way by prayer and supplication. So prayer, it's the the most general idea of praying, and it has to do with the concept of, of worshiping God, of simply worshiping God, which means that you're going to be praying in such a way that you're aligned with God. You're aligned with God in what you're saying. You're saying, Lord, I worship you with this. I'm presenting this to you. So first of all, in worship, you're going and you're giving something to God, which means you're not going to take it back with you. But it also means that you're going in seeking agreement with God on the issue. So you're going and saying, Lord, what do you think on this issue? And I'm going to agree with what you think. But then supplication is that you're asking specifically for something to happen. Now, if you're supplicating properly to God, it means that you're going to believe that he's going to do it. Your faith is going to activate that supplication because you're going and saying, Lord, I'm asking you for something, but I'm believing because you said said that if uh, you, you have not because you ask not. You, you say, seek and knock and you shall find. We, we, we see these concepts in Scripture. And so the, the thing is, is that if you're praying in what this verse is saying, one is that you're worshiping, which means you're giving it to God. That's a, 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 the simplest way to go and to say it. You're giving it to God and you're agreeing with God. And then in supplication, you're, you're putting faith to your prayer. You're not asking uh, in a worrisome manner of God, uh, you, you know, can, can you can 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 you do something here? No, you're asking in such a way that you're you're activating a belief with it. But then it comes and it says something interesting next. It says with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, and I think this is perhaps the most important important part of the recipe. Now, now everything plays a, plays a part, of course, but it is impossible to be anxious and thankful at the same time. 
absolutely impossible. It is impossible to be going in thanking God while simultaneously worrying. You cannot do both at the same time. They're direct opposites. Somebody who worries a lot struggles in the area of thankfulness. If you're struggling with anxiety, let me ask you a question. When was the last time you had a season of thanksgiving in your prayer life where you just went through, made a list, and thanked God for thing after thing after thing after thing after thing in your life? I can guarantee you that if you're struggling with anxiety, you're not consistently being thankful. And I don't say this to make you feel bad because Thanksgiving is something that is is difficult. It's something that we generally only think about in November, but it's something that we need to think about every day. You need to be intentionally thankful, especially if you're somebody who struggles with anxiety. Now, here's the promise that God gives. If you go and you are praying, so you're worshiping God, so you're giving it to God and agreeing with God, and you're making supplication, which means that you're activating in faith, and then you're also coming with thanksgiving. God gives a promise here in verse 7, and I want you to see this promise because you need to claim this promise and you need to lean into this promise, especially those who struggle with anxiety. And that is, in the, uh, in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know, if you're praying, if you're supplicating, and you're going, and you're giving thanks, coming with thanksgiving, God's peace, which passes all understanding, it's not only going to be in your heart, it's not only going to be in your mind, but it's actually going to guard your heart and guard your mind. It's going to keep worry away. It's going to keep anxiety away. It's going to keep these things at bay, and it's going to guard, actively guard your mind, actively guard your heart. Now, I also want you to realize that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, this is important concept, an important concept to realize here. Sometimes God's peace is unreasonable in a situation and a circumstance. Sometimes people look out and they go, how in the world could you have peace right now? This doesn't make any sense. Your world is absolutely falling apart. And it might be true. And you're going, well, it's God's peace. It's not my peace. It's not peace of the world. It's not peace from the circumstance or of the circumstance, but rather it's peace that God gives me. It's something supernatural. It goes beyond what the natural mind could imagine or what makes sense. And why this is so important to realize, to understand, and of course to lean into is because in the most turbulent times, that that is when God's peace comes in. And that is when it starts guarding your hearts, starts guarding your mind, and it takes care of all of that anxiety until you get to see how God works it out and how it works out for his glory. But that means you have to do your part. And what is your part? It's to pray, to worship God by giving it to him and agreeing with him. You have to bring supplication. You have to ask God, and you have to ask in faith. And then the third thing is, of course, you have to be thankful. So today, I got to ask the question, 
How's your prayer life? And are you beating anxiety or is anxiety beating you? Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hold to the promise, there's nothing we can't overcome.